Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Berry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crews. we navigate the latest boating news and information. On today's show, we're going to check in with uh, with Ashley, who's at the uh, Orlando Boat Show going on this weekend. Get a first-hand report, live report, on how the event is going. Uh, however, we, we have a lot of stories we got to cover as well. We'll get to those, but first I got to go to Mike the Mariner because evidently uh, he needs a new dinghy, and I hope that is boat related. <laughs> I, I, it just, is okay. It good. Is. I need I need help, guys. Okay. Uh, so what's going on? <laughs> I've been in a quandary. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what kind of uh, tender to uh, to buy for the boat, and I'm limited in size because my boat's you know it's a it's a forty foot boat, so I really can't get a you know a large tender so i'm yeah, looking size for matters that, as we know yeah well <laughs> in this in this case you know you have to kind of limit that okay. but uh you know it's size it's weight uh it's towability stowability all those things yeah but why and is the I, question why do you need a new dinghy mike what happened well because well i don't have one yet oh you just need to get one so, period so i need to add one to the boat okay gotcha. um, you know when we go there, there are certain places we go we can't get the boat over to it to a dock at a certain restaurant or whatever. So, you know, right. we have to motor in and our friends usually have to take us in. So uh-huh. I'm looking for something to, uh, you know, make us self-sufficient in that manner. Plus, you know, you know, having a, having a tender is a, is, is great for just motoring around when you're, when you're visiting someplace, you can go visit the backwaters. Right? Well, just so, the fact that you get to say, uh, I'm on my dinghy or I'm going to mm-hmm. get on the dinghy. Uh, yeah. there's so many, uh, you know, issues and, innuendo that you can throw into that conversation with your fellow boating yeah. friends uh, yeah makes things interesting so uh, i don't hear a, a word captain patrick is saying because he has his mic muted <laughs> but i think oh, he's no. trying to chime in oh uh, is he i think well, he was he got because you know as soon as he heard the word dinghy he perked up it was i i i don't know what that's all about but uh he just thought you were calling me that <laughs> well <laughs> i didn't but uh, there you go. So I know, uh, well, you know, uh, Barry the Boater, though, has a, what many would consider a potential dinghy for a boat of your size, Mike. It's a 17-foot. No. no, my dinghy's no, too no. big for him. Is it? You, yeah, you need too, some way smaller, huh? Yeah. I just so, found something on Walmart for him. I'm no, Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, no, so here's, here's the thing. So I've yeah. tested a couple of, couple of boats. Right. Uh, I tested a rib. You know, with a, uh, a seven and a half horsepower outboard on it. And the thing is about those is they take up a lot of room. You really can't put, you know, very much gear in them. The, uh. the, 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 the inflatable part takes up a lot of space. And um, they're, they don't, really don't perform very well. And I also hmm. looked at a, a 12-foot um, a Boston Whaler and loved it. But it's a little too heavy. Got it. So I've kind of zero, I've zeroed in on something a little weird, 
that uh, I think Captain Patrick will uh, maybe have some comments about. Okay, so uh, can... Patrick, do you already have an idea of what he's talking about, or is All this right. news First, to you? can you hear me now? Yes, we can yes. hear you now. We All can right. hear you now. Uh, how sad is it for Mike that he has to wave from the foredeck of his yacht for the commoners to come out to his mega yacht and bring him into shore? Yes. Nice problem to have there, Mike. Over yeah, there, hearts it's, are a sign of status. it's a river. There aren't any. <laughs> if he was really up there, he'd have a helipad on that yacht. Well, yeah, it's almost well, he does have enough. a drone. Yeah, uh, okay. I do have a drone. Here, here, right. Okay, so here's my recommendation, Mike. Wait, wait, wait. Right. Well, first off, do you even know the weird option that he uh, referred to, Patrick? I have no idea. Okay, so you didn't okay. tell him then, Mike. Okay. Is that the case? No. He doesn't know. No. So no. Mike already has no. an idea of what he thinks he needs, yeah, but, but he I, says it's but weird. I know what he needs. Okay, let's find out. the chase, I'm going to tell you. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out if uh, it's in sync with his weird uh, idea. But go it ahead. Be okay. because I come from a place of logic and reasoning. <laughs> so, <laughs> so put your feet up, folks. Here, here's what we've used in the past, Mike, on our 53SC. Um, you're looking at a, a product from Rigid. It's their mm-hmm. eight and a half foot sport. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's got a 58 inch beam. Overall length is eight feet, six inches. It's dry weight is 185 pounds. Max horsepower is 10. It can carry 400 pounds. And you throw a Torquedo electric motor on that mm-hmm. and you're good to go. Okay. I don't know. Right. That doesn't sound very weird. Uh, no, Mike. No, so that obviously no. isn't the idea that you that popped in your brain. So mine's a little different. Okay, so explain but, what is it? What's your weird there, there, idea? There's a solution? there's a manufacturer here in Orlando that builds a a, a twin. Um, it's not really pontoon, but it's no. Flat, don't do that. Don't no. uh, let him explain what it is first. Patrick. I know where yeah. he's going. Okay, it's well, terrible, let the rest idea. of us know what is it. It's called the Craig Cat. The Craig Cat. Oh, I remember. that. That's one of yeah. the boats I looked at before I bought Surprise, and I said, eh, that's not going to work. Well, well, here's here's what I like about it is it's incredibly stable. So, yeah. and, and you can stand up and step off it on, onto a dock or back onto the swim platform of the boat, and, and the boat does not move. Hmm. It is well, how big is super it? stable. It's 11 feet long. Okay. And, and then it has two seats. All right. And an outboard motor. 30 horsepower outboard motor. Okay. Actually, I think I saw one of those set up at the uh, airport. Uh, they had yes, like a display. You did. At Orlando you did. International Airport. Okay. So, you did. So what's wrong with something right. like that, Patrick? That so doesn't sh- sound like a Shoot holes in that for me, Patrick. Yeah. Talk me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sink it. Sink his idea now. <laughs> one, you're, you're, you're too low to the water mm-hmm. um, when you're sitting in this thing. Two, you don't need something that long or that much horsepower based on where you primarily boat and what you're going to intend it to do. What you want to get from your yacht to the dockside restaurant in 30 seconds versus a minute and a half. Yeah. Go, go, go with the eight and a half foot rigid. And the thing with the rigid Mm -hmm. is it's not an inflatable. It is a fiber. It looks like an inflatable, but it's a true fiberglass boat. Oh, it's a rigid. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's got the rigid bottom. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fiberglass all the way around. It's got a nice gunnel step on it. And you throw the electric motor on there because now you're being eco-friendly um, mm-hmm. as you depart your mega yacht uh, to go dine with <laughs> <Not> the commoners. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. you show them that you're doing your part to save the environment. 
Huh. Before you crank up those uh, big diesels on your yacht and motor off into the sunset. Well, I don't know. That, that Craig Cat thing. Uh, do you even mm-hmm. know what the capability of it is? Like how much it yeah. can uh, carry? Yeah, and actually uh, gonna, going to be test driving one this week. The reason I thought about the Craig Cat, <laughs> and it, it's dual use, right? Yeah. So that's a boat that, that will go 30 miles an hour. So You can fish off of not, it. Yeah, you can fish. You can, you know, maybe I'll I'll use it instead of silhouette on on certain days. And, yeah, if and, I remember, you could actually almost set that thing up as a flats boat type of situation because you got it that. Is, yeah, it only drafts deck like an inch. Right? Yeah, two inch. Okay, yeah. So what's wrong mm-hmm. with that, Patrick? It doesn't sound like all a right, terrible first, idea. First of all, it's got it's got far too much beam for what he needs for his boat. If he was in, say, if he if he was you know rocking an eighty foot fed ship or something like that. Yeah, you you definitely got some room for this. The beam alone is going to be, I think, troublesome for you on this this particular product. Hmm. Based on your boat, are you putting it up on the foredeck or are you going to put it on the platform? Tow it. It would it would be on the platform uh, when it's mounted, but um, I'm going to uh, try to do a tow test to see how how it would how stable it would be. But it's uh, being it- towed. It's only designed for two people. I just sent you another yeah. link for another boat that will hold four people. It is about the same size that it's uh, called the Falcon. Well, it's called Brig, and mm-hmm. uh, it's the Falcon 30, and it'll hold four people. Did it you has, find uh, that on the Walmart website, too, Barry? No, no, this is what? not Walmart. This is their <laughs> I already sent him the link. He can okay. look it up. But All right. this will hold more stuff than the Craig Cat. Well, I, okay. Maybe he can uh, you know, use, well, he has a lot of options. Maybe we'll find out some more from Ashley at the Orlando Boat Show next. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Posting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. 
Java screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast the word ship is hidden inside the word leadership as its derivation so If this office is, in fact, a ship, as its leader, I am the captain. But we're all in the same boat. Aye, aye, Captain. Captain, please, can you see my fire? Message in a bottle, starboard side. This is the World Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner. And now, from the Orlando Boat Show, we have Ashley... Uh, who is there on site with Regal Boats, I believe, representing uh, prominently uh, as one of the manufacturers that are actually right here in Orlando. Ashley, how you doing? And welcome to the World of Boating once again. Hi, everyone. I am doing great. It is a great day for a boat show. Yes. Uh, what are you seeing? A lot of people? Is it a, a pretty busy show this weekend once again? Or what do you think? The docks have been absolutely packed today. It's been <laughs> been hard to move at least um up in the regal booth here we're right at the front of the show and um you know it seems like as soon as those doors opened this morning people were ready to be at a boat show and see what you know what all options are out there and they're thinking about being out on the water i love it there was a flood of people as soon as the doors opened and thank God uh, they had a bunch of boats inside the convention center. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> yes, uh, keep everyone I mean, afloat. <laughs> what, what, what do you What do you have for Ashley? What do you think she should be on the lookout for? Well, I don't know so much the lookout, but what is the overall? What are you seeing as far as the customer base? You know, we 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 know supply chain issues in the industry have eased up a little bit. Um, how? How are you seeing orders coming in? What's the overall mood with the buyers? Yeah, so the trouble we've had in the Regal booth is everything we brought to the boat show is already sold and it's not available. <laughs> um, so it's still having that same conversation with customers that if you want a boat, you know, you got to put an order in and it's going to be six to nine month wait, um, depending on what model they're looking at. So, you know, that's never the most exciting news for a customer but um that hasn't stopped us so far from having a successful weekend i bet and, and i would imagine even though you know there's a little bit of letdown from the customer in that regard from a sales standpoint that has to be pretty good you can play that client oh you love this boat. oh you, you can have this boat to, uh, it's going to be about six months though because it's in such high demand you better get on the list <laughs> do you play that card quite a bit ashley or no <laughs> i mean that's really the only card we have to play at this point <laughs> Have no choice. <laughs> Got it. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So, but it, you know, it's a great thing for the boating industry that people are con- continuing to willing to you know invest their money and wait for the product that they want out in the future. There you go, Patrick. What do you think? Uh, overall, uh, what are you seeing? The, s- the smaller boats, the larger yachts. What seems to be uh, getting the most interest with the uh, people at the show? 
We've definitely had a mix of everything. Um, you know, the the size range we are able to show here at the show this weekend, we've got starting at our LS2 footer, um, our LS2 22 footer. We've got seven different models ranging up to our 36 grand coupe. And we've had success on both sides of the spectrum, um, you know, taking orders. So, um, yeah, I really think every kind of boater is here at the show this weekend. You know, we've had customers in the booth that they came to look at center consoles or other kinds of boats as well. So I think every kind of boater is at the Orlando boat show this weekend. Um, just wanting to get out on the water. Well, there you go. And actually, uh, I got to say, Mike, the Mariner, uh, was talking earlier about the fact that he needs a new dinghy. And I know that you guys don't <laughs> usually sell those, but you got to sell these uh, big fancy regal boats that you have there in your booth. Do you, uh, steer people towards a particular dinghy or, or do you just say, I hey, go, uh, look on your own and take your pick? You know, I, I don't have, I can't say there's too many dinghy options here at the Orlando Boat Show this weekend. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm not sure what direction I would be sending Mike. Mm. Not, not the Walmart the website. Is- yeah. I think the proper term is tender, not dingy, right? Well, I don't know. Is it? You tell me, Ashley. What, what, I like dingy, but uh, he evidently likes tender. Uh, and that's a, an app that I don't think Could we want to discuss, tender nah. discuss or something. So, but, okay. Hey, yeah. Ashley, before we let you go, we, we so attendance at the show looking really, really good. We know that we've got uh, the Fort Lauderdale show is, I think, the next big one on the calendar uh, excitement already building there. Absolutely. Yep. We're planning on having a full lineup at the Fort Lauderdale boat show this year. Um, once again, you know, showing off all of our outboard models. So really excited for that one. That is always a huge show for us. And it seems like people all over the country and all over the world, um, come to Fort Lauderdale to see the latest and greatest product out of the Marine industry. So we are, Excited as always for that boat show. Well, I bet you are. And can you give us a little preview? Is are you going to make uh, any special debuts at that show, or if you tell us, you got to kill us, kind of thing? <laughs> I have nothing to share at this point. <laughs> I figure no comment. Uh, no, it's always like that. All right. Well, Ashley, we'll let you get back to selling your boats there at the Orlando Boat Show. But we appreciate you checking in on the world of boating once again. You have a great day. Absolutely. Wouldn't miss it. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, so Ashley from Regal Boats, nice enough to chat with us here on the World of Boating. Give us a little glimpse into the Orlando Boat Show. I think that was uh, that, that's encouraging. Business seems to be still very, very strong. It, it is incredibly strong. You know, the, the and the thing is, even with the and, you know, manufacturers, we want to have a backlog. I mean, that's 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 how yeah. you do business. And you want to have a, a healthy backlog. This, the feeling was, would the extended wait times turn uh, prospective boat buyers off and, you know, have them go do something? But there's nowhere else for them to go. You know, mm. so, you know, a year ago, if you were looking at a nine month wait and you figured, you know what, I'm going to wait a year and maybe it'll ease up, guess what? It's, it's pretty much the same time frame on taking delivery of a new boat because if you're at the boat show unless a dealer has something in stock that which good luck with that but if they had something in stock that you were happy with as far as the colors and the options and things like that you'd be good to go otherwise when you're going to a boat show whether it's regal whether it's uh correct craft it's it's uh 
nautiques, you know, um, line up, uh, whoever it's Mm -hmm. you're, you're ordering that boat and that boat is going to be built for you. Mike, the Mariner, what say you? Well, I have a question, you know, uh, the automotive automotive industry is, uh, delivering vehicles with some features missing because they couldn't get computer chips for certain features on right. on the uh, ECMs in their in their vehicles is the same thing happening in in the boating industry is the boating industry pivoting to you know getting away from some of the electronic control panels yeah. and things like that and going Less, back abso- to toggle switches or absolutely not we yeah. I can speak the manufacturer that I work for we are going full on with digital switching um so that that will be being integrated throughout the entire product line over the next few years. So the traditional uh, rocker switches that you would see or the toggle switches, those are going to go bye-bye. Everything will be on the Garmin screens. So it gives a much simpler, cleaner look for the helm, kind of what Barry and I saw when we were down at the Miami show. All right, so the chip shortage thing hadn't really affected uh, the boat manufacturers quite as much, maybe compared to automotive. All right, more coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce. And now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Come on, Williams, what are you standing around for here? Get on board. Get on board. Don't fret. Don't try to worry. This is the World of Boating. Bring your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. All right. So, you know, the uh, chip shortage maybe not affecting the boating industry as much as automotive. Uh, That's probably good. Uh, But the demand, evidently, still very, very strong for new boats. You know, will it hold? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see how the next few months go. But at least at the Orlando Boat Show this weekend, they're doing plenty of business and have more people than boats or more people that want to buy boats than there are boats available. You're you're a few months into the 2023 uh, model year, and already most of those production slots are filled. So whether it's Regal, whether it's... uh, 
uh, four wins, uh, formula, see right, whoever it is. If you're thinking about, you know, it, now's the time to buy a new boat and you start shopping around, um, realize that a lot of these manufacturers, you're going to be at the tail end. That's why when Ashley's saying, you know, it's It's going to be nine months. Well, nine months puts us almost into the tail end of the 2023 model year. Yeah. And then, then it'll be the 2024. So, you're not helping yourself by waiting. Yeah. Well, what What about the dinghies? What about the dinghy market? Uh, if they're not my- dinghies. They're tenders. And I already gave. <laughs> I already told Mike. Nobody's going to listen to me, and that's fine. But that that rigid eight and a half foot with the torpedo out is perfect for him. It's lightweight, minimal beam. Yeah, but can he get it? Can he get that now? Though, would he have to get on a list yes. to even buy one of those, or do they have them in stock ready to go? Oh, they 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 stamp those things out like nobody's business. Okay, you can get you can actually probably get one from a box of uh, Captain Crunch. Ah, it would be the uh, <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise gift. Yeah, and, I see uh, Barry the Boater brought his Captain Crunch uh, uh, to it, the show today, and you can see that on YouTube, unfortunately. It, yeah, It's a rigid tender, R-I-D-G-I-D, rigid, and you're looking at the 8.5-foot or the 8.5. Okay. Rigid um, dinghy, got it. And okay. it's... it's, it's <laughs> It may it may not be it may, it may not be exactly what you want, Mike. But you know, I think we all know in boating there's a bit of compromise that goes on. In this is what I want, but in reality, this is what's going to work. Hmm. Right. I don't know. Mike doesn't say. I'm just looking at him on the closed caption <laughs> video. He does not look sold yet to me. Uh, Barry, what do you think? No, I, I, I'll look I, at it. Yeah, I, okay. I believe in in the rigid boat or the other uh, rigid inflatable that I sent him, but I would still go with From a Walmart, small gas. By the way, yeah. uh, no, not that one. Oh, I would still okay. go. <laughs> I would still go with a small gas motor because if anything goes wrong with electrical, you're out unless you could plug it in with a gas motor. If someone has a a cup of gas, you could put it in the tank and at least get you back to your ba- boat. Barry, mm. Barry, all, all he's got to do when he leaves his mega yacht and heads <laughs> off, heads off in his eight and a half foot rigid tender with the torpedo motor is have a length of line that, okay. that he splays out. Yeah. And if it happens that the thing runs out of, of juice and, uh, he can't get a jump start or something like that. He can pull himself back to his yacht. Okay. Or a long extension That's, cord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that works over that water. Sound, that sounds really safe. <laughs> well, if it's low voltage, you <laughs> won't be able to. Yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. I don't know. Uh, but uh, uh, you'll have to let us know. I mean, how soon do you plan to uh, get your new uh, tender? Uh, is it oh, something? In the like- next month or two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, he's got yeah. money I'm burning a hole in his pocket. Yeah. All right. Well, he'll he'll uh, he'll come up with something. All right. We got other news and information to navigate uh, today on the world of boating. I believe, don't we, Patrick? We do. And uh, I don't I don't like to bring up the term fake news, but fake news has made its way into boat news, Greg. Really? Yeah. First up time in Panama, ever. Up in Panama City Beach, there is a marina boat camp. Boat ramp controversy okay. that has spilled into the uh, commission meeting, and it evolved such as this. Panama City residents didn't shy away from voicing their concerns about the marina boat ramp at Tuesday's commission meeting. Some people said they heard rumors of the marina boat ramp closing. However, Greg, <laughs> Mayor Greg, said regardless of whether or not the boat ramp closes, the city is in need of more access. So basically, the mayor's going, 
what are you what are you all talking about okay. we're not closing the boat ramp and they're like well we heard it was closing and they're like yeah but it's not closing yeah but we heard it was closing what are you guys going to do okay it's not closing but what are you going to do it it just it's it's florida what are you going to do right <laughs> well so a group of people went to the meeting hearing that the uh boat ramp was closing or well, I mean, where did they get this uh, this rumor or innuendo or what? Do you know? Fox News. Yeah, I'm sure. Right, exactly. It, it's the the home of fake news would be CNN. So no, you got no, the I, network I, wrong this, first this, off. This, no, it was on. A, it's a local Fox News station. Um, that's what I'm reading it off of. The, and the, the mayor said, "The message I want everybody to get for the 25th time is we're not going to close the boat ramp." Okay, but what are they doing? Where did it come yeah, from? Do we have any idea? I mean, it sounds no that you know issue. this sounds like one of those things where what happened was maybe they're doing some modification to the boat ramp or doing some construction that got blown out of proportion that they're going to shut something down or close down certain elements of access. Is there not anything to that, Patrick? Or these people just came off uh, the street and into the meeting going, what are you doing closing our boat ramp? And they, they had no basis in reality whatsoever. That makes no sense. Closing the boat ramp. And he's like, yeah, but we heard a rumor you guys were closing the boat ramp. He said, where did the rumor come from? That's what I'm asking. Do you nobody know? Nobody knows. Okay. It's one of those things, Greg. It's it's nobody really has okay. a, a root cause. So we don't cause. know. Barry, do you, have you found something? He's looking on his phone I, I feverishly. Found, I found something that they may be uh, uh, an ordinance 3082 seeks to regulate commercial boat activity at city owned boat uh-huh. ramps and parks. Okay. So maybe it has to require commercial vendors to obtain a permit to use a boat ramp or public area. Hmm. That's well, the only thing that's popping up about. All you know, right. Well, and that makes problems. sense. I mean, it isn't that far fetched. You know, people want to know, like, what are you trying to do? Pull one over on us and, and not know? That's what they sounds like it fired up a bunch of people that. Thought maybe something was happening at their local marina. Is that doesn't no, sound that because far it, fetched? The mayor, the mayor went on to say, "We have to keep this boat ramp open and this complete." Okay, access. so he, he nipped it in the bud. Hopefully, I guess. For, but for when, for when Mike the Mariner comes up with his mega yacht, we have to have a place for him to come in <laughs> with his twenty-five uh, foot tender that he's intent on buying and is going to tow behind his forty-foot yacht. Okay, all right. So as <laughs> much to do about nothing, at least at the moment. Pretty much, but, that, but that's, at that's the next boating. meeting, we'll find out they're they're going to shut something down. That's <laughs> that's what will probably end up happening. The way these stories uh, evolve, unfortunately, it's 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 this commercial use boat ramp ordinance. That seems to be the only thing they're talking about. So yeah, all right. Well, we'll monitor it accordingly. What else we got, Patrick? Anything? Uh, BRP more? this week launched multiple products, including two. Count them two. Rotax outboards. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh did you hear did you hear Barry? Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh yeah. He's very oh, yeah. excited. Why is this? <laughs> Barry is stroking the computer screen. Whoa, whoa be <laughs> careful what words you use. <laughs> and why are you so excited about the Rotax? Uh, oh, it's, a, there? it's go ahead. It's a great oh, motor. Okay, you just like the motors? You're a big yeah. fan? Okay. So. Uh, the Rotax outboard engines will be offered in 115 and 150 horsepower configurations and are partially submerged and hidden under the Manitou and Alumacraft boats they will ship with. Hmm. So Manitou and hmm. Alumacraft has got some new product rolling out as well, which, of course, they are part of BRP. 
But they're hiding them. They're not very proud of their Rotax engines. That doesn't sound right to me. They should be putting them out there more prominently. People be proud of what they purchased. I, I think I'm misreading that one, too. Okay. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast well joe he's all smiles and fun till we get out on the sea about the time the waves start rocking is the time his face turns green Even when the weather's nice No matter how smooth the ride You'll always find my buddy Joe Hanging off the side So I said Joe While you're busy getting sick And heaving on the crew I wanted you to know that I appreciate you too I know that you get seasick But I'm sure glad you come You're not just my buddy, you're my chum That's That's right Uh You're not just my buddy, you're my chum this is the world of boating. That is the scuba cowboy, a good friend of mine. Somebody's got to feed the little fishies. And uh, he changed uh, the name to Joe to protect the guilty, uh, which was me. Changed it from Joe to or Greg to Joe, so I wouldn't uh, be embarrassed. Doing. But I don't care. I like feeding fish. It's just uh, you know the circle of life. Uh, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. All right, so uh, what else do we got to navigate through before we wrap things up today there, Patrick? Well, we had an anniversary of sorts uh, this week, Greg. It was a dark day in boating history, August 8th, 2004. Yeah. Chicago. Okay. And on this date, a tour bus for the Dave Matthews Band (laughs) was on... The Kinsey Street Bridge in Chicago, yeah. when the driver of the tour bus figured, you know what? Time for a biodump. This is a great place to empty the uh, waste tank. It's rain and poo. <laughs> and, what a load uh, of crap. They, they dumped 800 pounds of poo Whoa. on a tour boat that happened to be passing under the Kinsey Street Bridge. Oh, no. Right at that particular point in time. So, so they dumped, uh, had a bio dump from the bus the while they were crossing the bridge, and and the bridge was kind of like one of those mesh metal gated type of bridges, and it fell down on a boat below. Uh, right on top of it. Oh man, I'm glad I'm not that guy. Woo! Yeah. He pushed the red button, bombs away. Did did uh, Dave Matthews? <laughs> did Dave Matthews make good and give him like uh, front row seats to the concert the next week or two or no? Or do um, we know? No, they 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 settled up with the state of Illinois and uh, state of Illinois wasn't their fault. 
Oh, you mean, uh, you're talking about Dave Matthews did. Illegal dumping. Ah, okay. But yeah, what did the boater get? Did he get a, like a free boat wash, at least, with something <laughs> other than poo? Oh, I just can't even imagine. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> wow. That would really, really stink. And that literally. bridge must have smelled pretty bad, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know we were celebrating anniversaries of that, but it's good well, to know. I, I, I wouldn't say we were celebrating. It was just uh, a matter of... An anniversary is, that you felt worth mentioning. Okay, all right. Yeah, so the Dave Matthews Band settled the civil lawsuit the state of Illinois had bought. That was uh, $200,000. That was yeah. to be used mm-hmm. towards environmental education. I think they donated like another another uh, uh, $20,000, you know, to kind of smooth things over so to speak and, and promise uh, not to to uh feed their their uh roadies mexican uh on any tour for, <laughs> from then on right uh if you say so okay just i'm just, I'm just putting two and two together here and also up in chicago yeah. and here two and, and, two. and why this why this is even <laughs> even becomes news um and barry and mike should be able to comment on this uh this is big news up in chicago every year hundreds Literally hundreds of boats drop anchor in the playpen near the Navy Pier for the Chicago Scene Boat Party. Okay. And that's like a Saturday afternoon <laughs> down down where, where Barry lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, that this is this just a regular day down here in Florida. So the playpen like, is like a sandbar kind of area in uh what Lake Michigan? Is that what it is there? What are they wrapped up or what? Yeah, Patrick's reading. <laughs> you hear him reading. You can. See. <laughs> His lips are moving. Yeah. You guys are not out. supposed to ask questions. It's <laughs> the beauty I'm of YouTube. To comment about the story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know they do that once a year because it's so cold here. We do it year round because. Yeah. Because the last time you guys asked questions and I gave answers, then you didn't believe the answers and you kept asking the same question over and over again. Uh huh. All right. So yeah, I guess the playpen is kind of a raft up raft up spot near the Navy Pier. Okay. And the Chicago scene boat party apparently is some big to do. But like I said, down here, I mean, even on the St. John's where Mike is, that's like that's Silver Glen, you know. Oh yeah, Silver Glen or maybe uh, the Redneck Riviera. Mm. Those areas. So, and here's the beautiful thing about Florida, Chicago. Mm-hmm. We get to do it almost every day of the year. Yep. How about yep. that? We, we ain't pulling our boats out of the water in the next three weeks because, ooh, the temperature dropped 10 degrees. Right. <laughs> well, I, told you, I told you before, the way I winterized my boat is to make sure it has enough beer and food on board. That's all that matters when it comes That's to those type of events. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the difference there, though, is like, uh, you know, I, you know I, I'm sure they enjoy... Uh, that sandbar type atmosphere up there in Lake Michigan, but God help them if they fall off their boat or jump in the water because it's still freaking cold, even in the dead of summer, isn't it? I mean, it, it's uh, the the lake. Yeah, is I think freezing. Lake Michigan is always comparatively yeah. cold. You know, it's, it's certainly not like here where the water's ninety degrees. Yeah, where people are just taking off their clothes and jumping around like mad people. Uh, every every time I've been up on yeah. Lake Michigan, it has been brutal. Yeah, uh, mo- most often I've been coming over from Makatawa Bay or uh, out of New Buffalo, and coming across to uh, Burnham Harbor. And I, you know, I'm I'm used to Florida water, even even off the coast, and, and even in some stormy weather. But 
that lake water when it gets whipped up, that's that's insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, it can get real bad because you got you can't judge anything like you can. You know, you're running off the coast and you've got these nice gentle swells, or even in uh, stormy weather, you know they're coming in and you know you're you're able to to counter that. Up there, it's like a, just a huge washing machine. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a it's an enclosed in, basically an inland sea, even though it's fresh water. And right. um, especially in the corners, you know, when, when you're down towards the end of the lake, the south oh, end of the lake. Oh, yeah. Well, coming into Burnham Harbor where, I mean, the wind was coming out of the northeast um, and blowing right into. And it was like, man, this is not going to this is not going to go well. Uh, you know, so definitely wasn't on the, uh, the the leeward side there and just just made it, you know, fortunately, I mean, it's a it's a fairly safe you know uh once you get inside um there's enough of a breakwater there but it's making that entrant entry in and you know later that day i'm driving along the waterfront i mean and the the freaking waves are crashing you know over the tops of the uh rocks and stuff around uh that area and it's like man this is just brutal just absolutely brutal but they have they're they're gonna have uh maybe this will be their last hurrah uh, before they truly start looking at pulling boats out of the water for the season. Because if you're in those areas, if you don't have a plan already, if you haven't made your uh, schedule with the marina or with your dealer to have your boat taken out and winterized... Uh, Nature may do it for you. Uh, uh, <laughs> just freeze you right into Lake Michigan if you don't have it uh, ready to go. And it'll be go visit your boat in uh, January, December time frame and it'll just be frozen uh preserved in a block of ice but it will be there when you go back next summer yeah but probably at the bottom of the lake is my (laughs) guess bottom of the playpen so you know have fun this weekend for sure enjoy it have fun but make sure you've planned accordingly to get your boat out of the water uh and not party too crazily all right on that note we'll wrap it up till next week remember whether it's sail or motor Life is better as a boat. Safe boating, everyone. Come back here, you barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.